Hello friend, Joanna here and welcome to She Speaks for Herself. This podcast is for you if you want to learn practical tools to build your self-confidence and learn ways to stay resilient during these challenging times. I believe that if we focus on nurturing ourselves, our thoughts, our needs, our hurts, our joys, our dreams, instead of relying on others to do that for us, we can get closer to living the life we want to live. In today's episode, we'll be exploring when someone isn't treating you right. It actually has more to do with them than anything to do with you. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button now so you never miss an episode. And you can also visit our website, speaksforherself.com, to get the show notes, newsletter, and other podcast extras. Well, I went to my high school reunion and, and had a great time catching up with my old classmates. And the event went well, except for this one moment. Um, Andrea, not her real name, she just joined the party. And I, I, I went uh, up to her to say hello and, and connect. And I make a beeline for her. And there I am getting closer. I'm all smiling and waving at her. And I say, hey, Andrea. And in return, I got a stone cold face and a very stiff hello, Joanna. And then she swiftly turns away from me. What just happened there? Well, obviously I got brushed off, but why? I don't know. But I did think about it later that night and the day after and the day after that. And I was just racking my brain about what I did, I could have done to deserve this. And it brought me back to something that happened a few years before the reunion. I had been going through a deep depression. And during my depression, I had a uniform. A uniform that I wasn't too crazy about and very atypical of me. It consisted of the baggiest clothes I could find. Uh, They were schlumpy, but they were comfortable. Basically, my sweats, everything in dark colors, nondescript. Also, during my depression, I had also gained weight and I had stopped wearing makeup and I would just cover myself up in a bald cap. So basically, um, making sure that I wasn't attracting any attention at all to myself. And that was the point, to be as, as invisible as possible. But wouldn't you know it, there I am at the grocery store. And who is in front of me? Andrea. She's looking lovely. It's been a while, but she hasn't changed a bit. Um, under normal circumstances, I would definitely would have stopped to say hello, say how, you know, ask her how she's doing. But uh, instead, and in that moment, looking at the way that I was, feeling the way that I was feeling, I basically froze and then I fled, but that was not before I made eye contact with her. So I saw her, she saw me, we locked eyes, and we cannot deny that we saw each other. So instead of owning up to the moment, I simply pretended that I didn't see her. I looked away and I walked right by her. I felt terrible at the moment. I also felt very ashamed and and embarrassed. Um, But there were a lot of other terrible thoughts that were swirling on in my head. Um, In the span of a second, as soon as I locked eyes with her, seeing a familiar face, someone who I hadn't seen in a long time, and for her to see me in that state, I just, I felt very exposed. And I thought, gosh, I'm feeling very fat, ugly, depressed, very frumpy right now. And, you know, to, to meet and engage with someone from my life, um, would be completely embarrassing. I felt so ashamed. And the fact that, you know, now that she had seen me and in that state, I was worried that it would get around and then people would just 
kind of write me off as, well, well, that's how she turned out after high school. It wasn't my best moment, but but there it was. And, and life happened, and then I forgot about it until the reunion. And she definitely did not forget. You know, situations like this, you know, looking back, I guess it's kind of funny. But unfortunately, it's not uncommon. I'm sure that a, a cringeworthy moment popped up in your head while I was talking. Maybe something that you did, or maybe someone did something to you that was very nice. Um, these slights can show up in our lives in a variety of ways. For example, it's the driver that cuts you off, or the boss who overlooks you at a meeting. Or maybe it's a person who budges in line at a Costco. Sometimes we see these moments as happening to us, which technically they are, but we also sometimes think that they're happening because of us. And I'm here to tell you that 90% of the time, the vast majority of the time, that isn't the case at all. And the reason for that person's behavior is so completely out of left field, so off your radar, that you would have never have guessed it. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more about this. If you're lined up to give a speech at a friend's wedding or give a presentation at work but really hate public speaking, visit our sister site PodiumPrimer.com to get the basics on how to write a speech and how to deliver your message that resonates with your audience. Right now, we're accepting applications for our Essentials program. Visit our website PodiumPrimer.com for more information. Welcome back. Before we get into the tool, let's take some time to understand context before change, right? I believe you can't be successful in changing a behavior unless one, you're open to change and two, you understand what's going on. So the challenge for this week is just to challenge two ways of thinking. The belief that life is simply happening to me and that two, bad things happen because of me or something that I did. From that standpoint, when you believe in those two thoughts, you put yourself in a place of weakness. Uh, you're helpless. Believing in that mindset means that you simply cannot change the outcome. So why try? I'm going to lie down and just let life happen to me. And for the second belief, it also places blame on one singular place. If anything bad happens to you, who is to blame except yourself? I'm here to tell you that my friend, life is not happening to you and not all bad things happen because of you. We've got to pull ourselves out of that kind of thinking because when we keep thinking those types of thoughts, we tend to second guess ourselves and we wonder, we think, we ruminate, what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? And when we continue that line of thinking, it may actually shape and influence how we behave from how we drive to how we approach people or how we view the other shoppers in the store. So my challenge to you this week is if you're feeling slighted at all by someone else's actions or someone else's words, whether it's a friend who forgets your birthday, a customer who is rude to you, I would like for you to list out five possible reasons why this person could be behaving that the way they are. I'd like for you to list out five possible reasons why this person could be behaving the way they are. And of those five reasons, it cannot be you. Okay? 
You can do this in your head or you can write it down, but it will help you point the finger away from yourself and help you to get away from racking your brain, wondering what you did wrong and spending a lot of time and energy and mental capacity on a situation that just came and went. And again, the vast majority of the time, you are not the problem. You are not the reason. You are not the cause for that person's behavior. So here's an example. You've got a customer on the phone. They're yelling at you about poor service and there's some swearing involved and you can't get a word in edgewise. You're feeling very frustrated and you're feeling personally attacked. So before you get triggered and respond or react in the same way, I'd like for you to think of five possible reasons why this person is yelling at you and using swear words. One, potentially they have uh, an illness or maybe they have back pain and they had a really crummy sleep last night. So working off of two hours of sleep, they're going to be crabby. Or maybe they decided to cut coffee this week and they are being extra crabby this morning. Three, maybe they just got into a fight with their spouse and instead of yelling at their spouse, they can yell at you. Or four, they've had a bad experience with your company in the past and they've found that the only way to achieve success is to come in kicking and screaming. Or five, maybe if they don't get their problem solved through you, there could be other um, dire circumstances and consequences. They may not be able to pay rent or they could possibly lose their job. And when you start to uh, get a little creative and, and think about all the possibilities and you can't list them all because you don't know this person, you don't know their circumstances, but when you do start to think about what if, what if it has absolutely nothing to do with me, you open yourself up to the possibility that their behavior towards you has nothing to do with you at all. And more often than not, that is the case. And having that knowledge gives a lot of comfort. Knowing that will help you let things slide, like water off a duck's back. Instead of honking back at that aggressive driver, you may just pull back and play your music louder. And instead of being grumpy back to the server, maybe you'll ask him how his day is. Not only does it free you from the burden of carrying these negative emotions from that event, it also offers you an opportunity to help another person out. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you did, I'd just so appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple so that our community can grow bigger and we can walk this journey together. If you want to connect in between podcasts, you can find us on Instagram at Speaks for Herself or sign up for our newsletter at speaksforherself.com. And now a little time for ourselves. We just spent a few minutes of quiet time at the end. Uh, this is for folks who aren't driving, operating heavy machinery, or just aren't able to be still for a few minutes. Just press pause, save this part for later. But now I'm just going to channel my inner Phoebe. I'll play some music now. And then I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. Do a quick little body scan. Relax every muscle in your body. Rest your feet, your legs, your arms, your back, your neck. And now we're going to take three breaths. The hopscotch, two, four, six, eight. Take your two lips and close them. Inhale for four, hold for six, and exhale for eight. And so we begin. 
Inhale for four, two, three, four. Hold for six, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Second breath, inhale for four, two, three, four, hold for six, two, three, four, five, six, and exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Last breath, inhale for four, two, three, four, hold for six, two, three, four, five, six, and exhale for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Compassion. I show others compassion just as I show compassion for myself. We are all human, fallible, imperfect, and all walking our own journey. I believe we are all doing our best doing the best with what we have and what we know. Each experience is an opportunity for growth, to learn, to help one another. Any worries or anger I have towards someone right now, I release it, I let it go. And any worries or anger I hold towards myself right now, I also release it. I also let it go. We are all deserving of patience, understanding, and compassion. We are all worthy of love.